Welcome to Friday Geektainment Weekly. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's up? I am one of your hosts, R.D. Van Houten, along with the wonderful Ian Bensman. Howdy, howdy, howdy. And Andy Bishop, the superb. Oh, man, I got trumpets and everything. You know it. You know it. I'm the best. So, welcome to This Week in Geek. We're going to have a fun time today. Yeah. Got a lot of stuff to talk about. Yeah, yeah, a lot. Actually, you know, last night I got a text from my buddy. God, I don't even remember what time it was. It was pretty freaking late, but uh, Stan Lee got rushed to the hospital last night. Oh, no. Uh Man. I don't know if you've all of the mans. I don't know if you've read anything that he's written recently. You mean that I've written because I am Stan Lee. It's bad. Is it? It's bad. It's well. Are it's, you talking about right. from his like his, from his comic yeah, company? Yeah, he wrote. Um, no, he wrote something. What company writing for? I don't know. But the last thing I read from him was um, wow, bad. Like, um, why was it bad? It's bad writing. It's you know. The I don't know if you've have you had a chance to go back and read um, any of like the stuff that he wrote any of the stuff from like the sixties and the seventies. Uh, that's a negative. So a lot of those comics have some of the most iconic storylines of all time. Right. The writing is so of the times. It is they say, gee golly. Uh, At one point, there's it's a meme now that Iron Man says that. that Captain America needs a, uh, a deep dicking or something like that. And, it, and it's not meant to be like a sexual thing. It's right. just a phrase of the time. Um, and so, you know, a lot of that stuff's really tough to get there. I, I When I worked at the comic book store, um, I would read like the, the compendium, you know, like the big old, you know, the collections of the old stuff and go through it. Right. And it was tough. Some of it was really tough to get through, but I mean, without Stan Lee, we don't have Spider-Man, we don't have Daredevil, we don't have the Fantastic Four, we don't... Marvel doesn't exist how Marvel exists nowadays without Stan Lee. So we're happy he's good, and um, I got to meet him at Con a couple years ago, super nice guy. Yeah, super so, nice guy. So, you know, Andy, Bob Layton, and Stan Lee had a conversation in the studio last week. Oh yeah, the, we. <laughs> I mean, we Stan. had a good conversation. The, the recurring uh, Stanley. I'm Stanley. I'm gonna. I'm gonna excel you all over yeah. your ass. You know, it's funny, you know. They. He's kind of. He's like. I think he's the chairman emeritus or something like that. Mar- basically, he has like a position above positions. Kind of like, we know what you did for us. You know. It's it's kind of like blah, the blah, Queen blah. of England. You know, it's it's a position of power, but doesn't really do anything right right right. you know stan has done a exceptional amount for comics um and i think that you know he deserves everything that he's getting he deserves to be in all the 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 films and um and, and and be revered and and loved and it's just it's just one of those things where it's like you have to respect your elders you absolutely have to and i think yeah. that stanley You've earned it. Well, there's that whole thing now that he's 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 buddies with the Watchers. They they threw that in in the uh, after the credit scene and all that jazz. But um, speaking of the Marvel films, um, Black Panther is actually tracking to be the fifth highest opening of all time domestically. 
Wow. Yeah, that's it's it is outpaced no all Marvel films already. And it is it is they're saying it's gonna be the fifth biggest domestic debut of all time. Wow. Um honestly, from what I've heard about this movie, who's involved in this movie, all the trailers we've seen, I'm not shocked. It looks spectacular. It really does. It looks amazing. I could not be more excited for that movie. Um I I'm more excited for this movie than I was for Thor Ragnarok. Actually, um, because I would say it's on the same level for me because I, I mm-hmm. and not even a Marvel right. aspect of things. When you look at the, the creative talent behind Taika Waititi, as mm-hmm. quickly becoming one of my favorite directors, and um, Ryan Coogler, who's doing Black Panther, has also done some fantastic films. Fruitvale Station, if you haven't seen it, go see it. I, I don't really get like all I wasn't emotional, but like I don't react to stuff like that in films. Um, I made me cringe at times, um, and I feel like if, Wait, it, is if that, a movie is Peter Dinklage in that movie, or nope. is that a different? No, okay. no. Um, right. But it, my bad. you know, no. You're, anything with <laughs> speaking of real quickly, not we weren't planning on talking about this today. But have you guys seen the commercial with Morgan Freeman and uh, and Peter Dinklage rapping? No, For, it's a I'll Super Bowl commercial. Yeah. Someone was listening to me rap. <laughs> I was walking down the street, and the eight one zero. The eight. When all of a sudden. I met a man named Joe. Andy Dufresne was his name. Well, that's one of my favorite things. The poop. Uh, this uh, rap is, is really lame. Is those videos of Morgan Freeman like reading songs. Oh yeah, Morgan, or like singing. The what did the fox say? Yeah, shit like that. Oh is fantastic. God. Morgan Freeman no. could narrate my life. I wish he would. You, mm-hmm. Morgan Freeman is just one of those one of those characters that's just. Just absolutely amazing, and it's just yeah. like one of the few people that are like, when you die, there will be riots in the streets. Oh yeah, no, it's like uh, Robin Williams. That actually affect like you know, I don't get you know, I don't know all these celebrities that die. It's mm-hmm. sad. It's very sad. But the first one that actually really affected me, affected me, was totally Robin Williams. Right. Yeah. And in his film, uh, World's Greatest Dad, that was like one of his last films. Oh uh, yeah, it was. Great. And it's crazy because it dealt with his, Suicide. you know, his character's son, yeah. killing himself. That's and not a spoiler, by the way. That's the plot of the that's movie. That's the beginning of the movie, and it's just like, which which the kid from Spy Kids, the little the little redheaded boy, yeah, yeah. was like this depraved, sick yeah. guy and kid who was just jerking it all the time. It's just it's such a shame, you know. Like it was, I, like it's, it's such a weird movie, but but he was a really challenging role for Robin yeah. Williams. And well, he's like, one of those actors, I think, who can who is just as good serious as he is comedically. Yeah, um, you know, it's one of those like. Um, you know, you have Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger, uh, he was very much a he-could-play-anything kind of guy. Right. Like, to the, Although, I will say, when they announced he was going to play the Joker, wow, there was a lot of, holy crap, what are you doing, Christopher Nolan? That's the worst casting ever. Why would you do that? Blah, blah, blah. And I had faith in Nolan after Batman Begins. Um, but mm-hmm. uh, he re- I, I, I didn't see it until I saw the film. I, didn't, like, I did not see that being a thing, and it's really sad. They just did a documentary about Heath Ledger where he came out, and they, I didn't, haven't seen it yet, but mm-hmm. um, apparently he says he was ready and planning on doing the Joker again, yeah. which actually fits into everything we've always heard about what happened with that movie. Right. Apparently, Dark Knight was supposed to be part one of a two-part story, right? Um, and they had to kind of change everything, and, and Nolan almost didn't actually do the third one, apparently. Um, and I think that's why we have such a makeshift third act of that last movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but tell me, like, you know, Dark Knight Rises, tell me how awesome would that have been if the Joker was the judge instead of Scarecrow? Oh, it would have been. Oh, man. That would have been such fan service. Oh, like, it yeah. would have been the coolest thing ever. You know, we would have, we would have, uh, 
You would have seen some things. Uh, you know, I'd like to see the maybe the original script for what that would have been. You know, been. I'm not sure they ever got to the script phase, Yeah, but I would not be shocked if there's an outline there. Right, Someone's exactly. computer. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to see that. You know, it's it's funny, especially with Batman. Mm-hmm. You have all these different adaptions of the characters and each people, you know, even just superheroes in general. Mm-hmm. You know, look at Superman, you look at Batman, you, people have this idea of who their characters are in their head. So, you know, not everyone's going to be pleased all the time. And I think that's it's one of the shocking things that Marvel's been able to do is unite the nitpicky geeks, you know, like uh, the, you know, the people who sit there and criticize because that person's shirt is not the same color. I you know I do that kind of shit all the time, but somehow Marvel is able to present us these characters in a way that seems to please pretty much everyone. You know, there's the naysayers, mostly people who like the DC movies, but they're wrong. <laughs> but they're wrong. They're wrong. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's it's interesting when you have all these different versions of characters. Like, you know, Ra's al Ghul was first popped up in Batman Begins. And ever since then, it's like, oh, he's everywhere. In fact, they just, um, the rumor right now is that they're casting him for that Titan show, that Teen Titan show that they're doing. Right, I think right. it's TNT, maybe. It's live um, action. It's live action. Um, they've already cast Robin slash Nightwing. Um, they... Um, Thad Castle's playing Hawk or Dove, one of the, oh, one of the boy. two. Um, but uh, so but he, Ra's al Ghul is going to be. Part well, of so it. the character description reads: male, forties, fifties, Middle Eastern, Latin, or East Indian, seeking a young Richard Attenborough type, fearless, manipulative, and unparalleled intelligence. Recurring guest star, seeking recognizable faces only. So yes, that sounds literally like Ra's al Ghul. Yeah. So I can't imagine who else that would be. Um, it's definitely not Maxi Zeus or, you know, right. I don't know. It's, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'm going to watch it. Mm-hmm. I give any superhero show a chance. Hell, I watched all of Inhumans. Right. I don't know why I kept watching all of right. Inhumans, but I did. I didn't even watch any of it. Not worth your time. Wow. Not, I watch That's it so sad. you don't have to, Andy. Thanks a lot, buddy. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so speaking you know, of DC. Yeah, some big, other big DC news. Right. Uh, Batman and Catwoman dun, supposedly dun, 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 are finally dun, tying the dun, knot. Dun, dun, dun. Um, and they announced a wedding date. And that would be, um, let's see, um, the biggest wedding, that's according to this article, the biggest wedding in the DC universe since before this mm-hmm. was in 1996 when Superman and Lois Lane got married. Oh, wow. Um, but this will be bigger because A, yeah. it's Batman, and sure. B, the day is July 4th. Oh, July Fourth is when the issue's hitting stands. It's a one shot. That's a big deal. Yeah, it's a one shot, and um, I'm not quite sure who will be writing it. I would have to assume Tom King is writing it because he's handling the main Batman we, series. Well, we see a bunch of different variants of covers. Yeah, and, everything. There's, yeah. Are you kidding there's, me? There's going to be out. so many variants for this yeah, thing. It's right. going to be ridiculous, and and there's going to be maybe four or five of them that actually end up being worth something. Right. Um. You know, it's it's. I think it's very interesting how that it's it's like they didn't learn any lessons and you know for those of you who don't know marvel almost went bankrupt in the 90s mm-hmm. that's why fox owned x-men that's why sony owned spider-man right um because they sold off those things to keep themselves afloat and the reason they went bankrupt is because of, of oversaturation you would put out a book that would have a glossy cover and a bagged cover a poly bagged cover seven different variants eight different variants and it, it got too much and they over flooded the market you had you know, comics being printed in such high amounts, but not get like you know. Basically, if you have any X Men books from '96 to 2003, they're worth nothing unless you have specific characters popping right. up. You know, um, first appearance. They just printed so, so much stuff, and it fluctuated the market, right. and it really screwed them over big time. 
Um, so you'd think they would have learned from that, but we're back to the same sort of, here's all these variants, here's all of this, and blah, 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 blah. That being said, I think with the movies, there's no way that these companies can fail anymore. Right. Especially now that Disney you know, owns Marvel and, and Warner Brothers owns DC. I don't think there's really any way that these, these companies can fail mm-hmm. that massively anymore before the ship's righted. Um, but it kind of looks like they're going down the same path. I, I don't know. Right. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. And um, so Bendis. Yeah. Yeah. No continuing joke. with more DC. Bendis is coming in and basically pulling a John Byron. Right. And he is taking over everything of Superman. He's getting a new Superman book coming out. Um, his in- independent stuff is jumping over to DC, re- bringing back Jinx World. Um, Basically, they gave Bendis the king the keys to the castle when it comes to Superman, and mm-hmm. and honestly, that's what a lot of Marvel fans had a problem with at Marvel is they gave Bendis carte blanche to do whatever he wanted, and he would do some really awesome stuff. His runs would start great, and then they'd kind of flounder, and at the end, he undoes everything he did his entire run. Is maddening, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I could literally talk about Bendis for a whole episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That being said, right. I'm actually not going to do that, and we're going to take a break. We're going to take a quick break take and quick uh, break. show you what we've got coming from New Radio Media, so uh, stick around. We'll be right back. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams. For unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content, welcome to Geektainment Weekly. All and action. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. It's an entertainment channel on new radio media dot com. So that's uh, if you guys haven't seen those before, those are some promos we did for other stuff and this and that, and I think they turned out really well. Yeah, I'm excited for the what's coming down the pipe. Oh, I'm here so at excited. NRM. We have some huge shit mm-hmm. happening over the next month or two. I'm ick freaking static um some really cool stuff we're launching february 13th mm-hmm. um be sure to come check out new radio media on the 13th we will be trying to give as much programming as we can yep we're premiering get it to the geeks our first not Geek round table yep. yeah we're not our first not round table show it's uh, kind of our attack of the show yep um, Jordan Trevilian. Jordan Trevilian, wonderful, amazing, what a, what a peach, what I, a wonderful person to work yeah, with. Yeah, she could not have been nicer, and she nailed yep. everything. And I, she was a guest on our show first, yeah. which, is, which is great. Yeah, and, no, we but, love Jordan. Um, she's great. We're happy she's part of the family. Um, so be sure to check that out yep. February 13th, 6 p.m. on Geektainment right. is when that premieres. Also, we're going to be giving a bunch of shit away. A yeah. bunch of awesome shit. Awesome so, shit. Awesome so. shit. We have a, a Grand or not, keep calling Grand Admiral Snoke. Supreme Leader Snoke, <laughs> GameStop exclusive Black Series figure. We have a Blade Runner 2049 pop vinyl that we're giving away. Mm-hmm. We have an Amazon Fire Stick, mm-hmm. and that's just some of the stuff. So you know, we're going to paint Jake up like Grand Admiral Thrawn, and, and then give we're going to auction Jake off. Yep. 
Yeah. Why, um, does, why, get, why does Jake always end up as the butt of our Because shows? we love Jake. I love Jake. We love him. That's that's yeah. a sign of endearment. Yeah, it's to- if, I told him if I'm not picking on him, mm-hmm. then he has to worry. Right. If you guys want to make sure that you win any of those prizes, make sure that you pay attention to our Facebook feed and our Twitter feed. Uh, you know, follow us online. More information will will come as of that. But let's talk about the solo movie. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of Star yeah, Wars. Yeah. Speaking of Star Wars. Um, you know, there's a lot of rumors yeah. as to when this trailer's dropping. Well. Um, first, it was we're doing it at uh, Good Morning America. On Monday. And mm-hmm. then the rumor was, oh, no, it's going to pop up at the Super Bowl. And now it's kind of back to Monday again. Um, we don't know when we're getting this trailer, but we're getting this trailer. In the next three days, this trailer will come out. Whether it's Sunday or Monday, we are going to get our first look at Solo. And I would not be shocked if the trailer blows our minds. Right. It better not Cause, suck. Because they are not. Well, the trailer's not going to suck. With, with the, the rumors going on right now and, and the fervor behind the scenes of this film... I can't imagine Donny, sorry, Disney, I was going to say Sony, Disney, Donny. would put anything but their best foot out. Right. Right, and I think the trailer being good is one thing, but I mean, oh, the reports, the Suicide Squad. The, yeah, I mean, yeah, the, reports, exactly. the reports that have came out saying that Disney's preparing for their first flop. Yeah. It's just like, you yeah. know. No, that's a huge thing. I mean, and you know, honestly, internet rumors, this and that, you can't always, you got to take it with a grain of salt. That being said. There are certain websites in which you piece things together properly and you read things and you don't look too much into things. You can't actually find sort of what's kind of going on. Um, you know, obviously, the pass it off is a rumor. You pass it off as a rumor. But there's things that you hear that are rumors that keep popping up. Right, mm-hmm. right, Repeatedly. Right. And, you know, at a certain point, you kind of have to start believing. And, you know, there's things like... I said you, you know, just gotta believe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just, gotta believe. Just like, Don't you know, stop believing. Like for example, like um, you know, when before Fox and Marvel made their deal, there was a good six, eight I think that deal was made way before we got it announced. Oh because um, right around Age of or sorry, the Sony deal. The Spider Man. Oh, okay. All because right. right around when Age of Ultron was coming out, all of a sudden Spider Man started popping up as a team member on all these it's Avengers. Like a federal teams. Reserve. Yeah, and, and you can really kind of see what's going on with Marvel's films if you look at what they're doing with their comics. Um, you know, they make characters like Guardians. Mm-hmm. Uh, Inhumans all of a sudden went from not having a book over the last couple of years to having three. Um, you know, stuff that they want to push. And, that, and that's really that's why they canceled Fantastic Four. That's why they can't, you know, but X-Men literally, X-Men were literally in purgatory uh-huh. in the comics for a good six, eight months. Um, it's insane. Um, anyway, sorry, I got a little sidetracked, guys. But yeah, Solo, I've heard nothing but really bad things uh, in production. Yeah. Like they had to have See, the actor have a coaching, or acting coach the entire time on set. But, you know, sometimes Ugh. I feel like it's like with me with Justice League. I went expecting to absolutely hate it. Me too. And I hated it worse than I hated it. Right. I thought I was going to hate but it. But I didn't hate it, hate it, hate it. I disliked it. I just it, had to watch it again. But I had fun. I just had, I had to watch it again. But maybe it was the company I was Here's with, Here's know. my theory, boys. And I honestly believe that the general populace that is not hardcore Star Wars fans are going to go in and be like, that was entertaining. That was something. And then the hardcore Star Wars mm-hmm. fans are just going to be like, fuck this shit! Well, it's, I got so know, mad I threw my headphones off. They're just going to get that angry. It's funny you say that. They're actually in China. The rumor is they're going to pull Star Wars from the title because of how bad The Last Jedi did. Oh, boy. Yeah. 
Really? Yeah. Oh, it did horrible in China. In oh, fact, they that's... offended them. Like they, they had offended the people of China. Wow. Um, yeah. It's you know it's movies and movies, um, reboots, sequels, blah 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 blah. blah. You know, like, shit, we're about like, to get another freaking feel, Men in Black movie. And I feel like you know so much of like the movies that are being made are so geared towards what the Asian, like what is going to happen in Asia and China. It definitely, and the international Japan, market the is international a lot market. bigger now. Yeah, it, absolutely. It's more influential in the decisions that yeah. these studios executives make because you know not only are there a lot more people over there, right? But you know they they are buying up all, all these movies and things like that, and they're consuming oh, yeah. a lot of that Media entertainment. So you know, of course, they're definitely going to you know. The executives are going to be like, well, we got to worry about our foreign markets. I mean, that's yeah. that's where a lot of our money comes from. No, yeah. I mean, you literally, there are movies that are tailored now. Specific, Iron Man 3 was partially funded by a Chinese company, mm-hmm. and that's they had exclusive scenes right. that were just in the Chinese cut. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that doesn't happen too much, but it's starting to happen more and more. Right. Um, but uh, speaking of sequels. Right. Like I just said, New Men in Black. Yes, sir. Um, as of right now, it looks like they're courting F. Gary Gray to direct it. Um, I know. But, Andy, that being said, at least we're, for a second there, that, that noise being we made. were this close to getting a 21 Jump Street crossover with Men in Black where Channing Tatum and um, Seth... Jo- uh, Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill, sorry. Yeah. We're going to be Men in Black. Um but apparently this one's I could, I this could one's dig that. I, you know, I, I could I could get down I with could that. too because yeah. honestly twenty one twenty one Jump Street I haven't seen twenty two Jump Street yet but twenty one Jump Street was freaking hilarious they were both good it was really, I, I was not both. expecting that to be that funny yeah um and but so apparently this is more along the lines of um um Jurassic Park or Jurassic World or whatever the hell they, that last movie was called Jurassic World there you go Jurassic yeah. World apparently mm-hmm. it's more like that where it's like a sequel but uh, it's not. Twenty two Jump Street was Twenty Two Jump Street was better than Twenty One in my perspective. I mean, I haven't seen it. In your perspective, your perspective, yeah. Jake's perspective. No. In his opinion, let me save you, Jake. In your opinion, you like Twenty Two Jump Street. Now, what made you like Twenty Two Jump Street more than Twenty One Jump Street? Um, it was nothing. Funny. He's just being argumentative. Fucking riveting, Jake. Fucking riveting. I mean, there was a part with a helicopter and yeah. a grenade. Uh-huh. The part with the guy in the hair and he no, was talking. And Ice Cube. Channing Tatum was like, "Say something cool before you throw it, and it blows up." It was awesome. All right, someone turn uh, off his microphone. All right, that anyway. Jake. <laughs> um, <laughs> thanks, Jake, for that in-depth <laughs> reporting on the movie Twenty Two Jump Street. But uh, stay tuned for Jake versus everybody <laughs> when that comes when yeah, that show that comes, comes on. Full circle. But you know, I mean that that I, I could have been cool with with you know a Jump Street. You know, I think it would have been funny. Men in Black connection, you know, because Men in Black always had that little comedic shell to it, you know, and yeah, I mm-hmm. you know enjoyed those movies. Yeah. For, I love you know, the first one. First one's I still yeah, watch. Twenty, what talking about Men in Black or Twenty One? Men, oh, Men in Black. I love the first Men in Black. Right, is that worse? Yeah, yeah, no, we're, we're, yeah, we're back to yeah, Men in Black. That's now, one right? of my. Yeah, yeah, I love right. that Rick and Morty episode. Yeah. Oh, see, so, so you remember? It. No, not exactly. <laughs> it's really just a series of callbacks. <laughs> <laughs> I freaking love that show. But speaking of um, Jurassic World and Chris Pratt, um, he's actually starring in the Cowboy Ninja Viking movie. Mm. Yes, that's a thing. It's a comic. If you haven't read it, go read it. It's great. Um, but they're actually Who put that comic out. 
Who's the publisher? Hmm. AJ, yeah. I don't know who the publisher is, but it's written by AJ Lieberman, according to this website. <laughs> um, but it's scheduled for a twenty uh, June twenty twenty eighth, twenty nineteen release date, and they actually brought on a director who's pretty well known in television. She handles a lot of Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michelle McLaren. Um, I had a list here somewhere of the episodes that she's directed, but I just can't seem to find it. But I can't say any of the episodes of Walking Dead have really had bad direction. Image. More more so bad. Oh, is it an image comic? Oh, it is. Okay. Not There's so many. It's funny. There's so many. It's Okay, so when I worked at the comic book store, you know, I want to make movies. And and I want to make movies. I was trying to find a comic to do a short film, like a fan short. Right. Literally, I got to the point where I was contacting books that were coming out in four months and they were already freaking, the rights were already sold. Right. To, like, it's insane. It's it's a thing that's, like, it's happening all over the place now. These comic book writers are getting boat tons of money by getting their stuff option. It's crazy. I mean, then you have, uh, like, Why the Last Man? If you haven't read that, freaking go read that, like, immediately. It's fantastic. Yeah, you recommended that to me oh, a while so ago. Oh, it's so good. And for the longest time, they sold the rights, and it was going to be a movie with Shia LaBeouf. Which, honestly, if you've read the book, it won't work as a freaking movie unless you do three of them or four of them or whatever so now i'm super pumped the rights reverted back to vaughn who mm-hmm. wrote it and now it's going to be a tv show on fx oh which if cool. legion which, is any which, yeah the direction legion shit. took yeah, yeah. speaking so, of which we but, got a first little peek of that but this week cowboy ninja viking mm-hmm. now is that is that fall under superhero category would you say i would say it's um Sci-fi, okay. or fantasy, or so. How do you think that's gonna play? Like play out? Like in I think it's gonna minds, play like out. Guardians and like Chris Pratt. It depends how and, it's presented to yeah. us. You know what I mean? Because you, you have stuff like Guardians, which is oh, holy shit, it's amazing. Right. And then you have stuff which tries to do things outside of the box. Like I would say, Justice League tried to do a few things that really haven't been done yet in other films, and they kind of crashed and burned. Well, yeah, I think that'd know. be a smart choice for Chris Pratt to not, you know, stay. Typecast. No, absolutely. Like Star Lord, you know. Well, the thing is, though, I feel like Chris Pratt at this point is Chris Pratt. That's true. Right. So. That's very true. But, uh, yeah. What's the. So, speaking of ninjas, yeah, Batman Ninja. Batman Ninja. That mm. anime. Yes. Yeah, we showed the trailer a few months ago, a mm-hmm. little farther along in production. PG 13 is the rating. Cool. Um, which is kind of cool. Can dig it. Um, I mean, I, I didn't think it was going to be PG. Right. Um, right. And we didn't quite think it was going to get R. Yeah. So. so I mean, it's kind of what we were expecting. Uh, we're all looking forward to it. That trailer's freaking sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of trailers. Right. Ant Man and Wasp drops this week. Yeah, and I think we crap. That I, looks good. I think we've got that trailer to show. Don't yes, we? we do. Let's show that. Let's run it. All right. I just have one question. When Cap needed help, if I'd asked you, would you have come? I guess we'll never know. But if you had, you'd have never been caught. I do some dumb things, and the people I love the most, they pay the price. Thanks to you, we had to run. We're still running. Let's go.
need someone watching your back. Like a partner. Hold on. You gave her wings and blasters. So I take it you didn't have that tech available for me? No, I did. Does that not look freaking man, awesome? Oh, man. Like, That's actually the first time I've watched crap. that all so, the way through. First, so good. first thing, i got to address this. Yes. So, there is a Pez dispenser what? that is thrown from the car and blown up. Mm-hmm. And it is Hello Kitty. Hilarious, right? Yeah. Right. I actually own a Pez dispenser of Hello Kitty. You own that exact one. That it is the exact Pez dispenser. Does it come with TNT in it? But no. But, but here's the, here's the, here's the kicker. Know you know what the story. packaging is? What? Avengers. Huh? And he got it. I got it. I ago. bought it years ago at a Meyer. Which oh, is, in, if you'd never heard of Meyer, it's a it's a, a, a it's Michigan store. Walmart. Yeah, but I bought yeah, I bought it because it's it. it's a mispackaged item, and mis mispackaged items are usually worth quite a bit. So it's a Hello Kitty Pez dispenser packaged in an Avengers box, right? Sealed. I wonder how many of those got out there, I like in the world, and maybe I don't know, but it's just crazy. Pez got, maybe Pez that's got to that's a weird Marvel kind of was like, hey. You know, we we fucked up. I think that could be a possibility right. that they Pez let them know, like, whoops, we we put out a couple, and they were like, huh, this will be real funny, and it's like I have that. It's sitting on display at my house because it's so funny. That's awesome, though. That's fantastic. I love it. I mean, I have a few other items that are like mispackaged. Like I also have from Iron Man two. They had Toys R Us had a box, and it had Iron Man. Uh, it had two drones, and then it had Nick Fury. But they didn't put Nick Fury in there. They put Blade in there. So That's they're just like, racist. So they're like, hey, this is a black guy. We'll just throw him in there. And we was just like, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> On that note, guys, uh, put, let's take a quick break. <laughs> yeah, and we'll talk more about Ant-Man and Wasp here on Geektainment Weekly on New Radio Media. We'll be right back after this word. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. And the things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. Wonderful. Welcome back to Geektainment Weekly here on New Radio Media. And, man, I'm excited for Get It to the Geeks, first of all. I am, too. I, you know, I, um... 
after shooting this I, week. I wrote the dialogue, and I, I was really worried. I meant to go cheesy with it. Right. Um, and I was really, 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 really worried. Um, Jordan was perfect. I didn't have to give her any direction at all. Literally, yeah, she was great. watched the first clip yeah. when I was sitting next to you over here. Yeah. And I was like, I, I had to run over there and be like, Jordan, that's freaking perfect. I'm so excited. Yeah. So everybody stay tuned. Be ready for that. But yep. I still want to talk a little bit more about Ant-Man and Wasp. Right. I, uh, no, yeah, fair I got more to say about amazing. the Pez dispenser. No, right. I'm kidding. I'm done with my Pez rant. I want to be able, I want to, be able to shrink devices. a building and wheel it into my carry. I love that. Awesome. I love that I was like, it, he had that little pull-out, and I'm like, just thinking like, man, what, what did that, that look? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, kind of funny, too. Um, we just, li- literally, that trailer came out like right after we talked to the guy who freaking created yeah. Scott Lang. We had Bob on last week, and what a nice guy. Yeah, Bob um, Layton, awesome. But he, uh, yeah, it's kind of funny that we interviewed him, and then like two days later, it's like, oh, here's the Ant-Man in Wasp trailer. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. Perfect. Um, it Perfect looks timing. great. I'm so excited. Um, we're going to see Michelle Pfeiffer as mm-hmm. um, Janet Van Dyne, which mm-hmm. I think, that's my one, I love Ant-Man. I just want to so badly, I just want to see Iron Man and freaking Mr. Fantastic and Hank Pym on screen together talking science and Banner. I want to see that so I think we'll badly. Get it. I think uh, we will. Maybe, maybe we might not. Not Miles Teller, I hope. Well, no, I from I I have to imagine they'll do a clean start. I'm more curious as to when they're going to start doing that because the deal, like they say, they keep saying, twelve to eighteen months away. Um, so when mm. are we getting some Marvel care Fox characters in the Marvel movies? I want to see it. Also, I'm ready to see Evangeline Lilly kick some ass. Yeah, that's kick one thing ass. from the first movie when they showed that suit in yeah. the after the credits scene. Right. It was like, oh, okay, that's happening in right. the next one. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm I'm so excited. I think they were all cast perfectly. The ghost is the villain. Um, I don't really know too much about the character outside of a run. Um, Bendis, or not? Sorry, not Bendis. Slot Dan Slot used it during his run. There was a character one of, one of the versions of the ghost. There's been multiple versions were popped up in. Uh, it actually which, repeatedly popped up. Which we really run. didn't know until we had our conversation with Bob yeah. last yeah, week. Yeah, he illuminated us to the fact yeah. that it was the villain in yeah. the movie. Um, you know, and we got a peak of Lawrence Fishburne. Mm-hmm. So he's always awesome in everything. Yeah, that's true. Um, you know, and so, yeah, you know, that's... it's With movies like that, with all the cast, it's curious to see... Marvel does such a good job of casting. Right. Um, they always have. Even before they were Marvel Studios, they're freaking... Right. Wesley Snipes is Blade to me. Yeah, right. Um, and, and they've been saying it for years. He played Blade again, and he hints here and there that he might. He could. They had had discussions about it or this or that, but now he's just saying, "I'll play any character." Right. Right. So, <laughs> sorry, guys. Just just the thought of that. Just someone else talking. Wesley Snipes <laughs> as the Green Goblin. Wesley Snipes as. Uh, as the blob. That's what I'd like to see as the blob. <laughs> right. You know what? Hey, Internet. As the Polka what, King. What do you, uh, oh, as the Polka King. <laughs> what, do you, what, would, what role would you want to see Wesley Snipes in? We want to know here at uh, Get It answer. to the your Geektainment Weekly, yeah. Getting Shows Mixed Up. Give us a call at 844-999-9249. And the best answer wins something. 
Sure, yeah. we'll we'll do that. We'll but you gotta actually shit. call in to get some free shit. And call you get in. Free shit. Tell me what you think Wesley Snipes should, who he should play besides Blade, and you gotta sell us on it. Yeah, yeah. no, it's great. It's you funny. Sell us. It's funny that you're saying that because for the longest time, the joke amongst my friends was that Michael Sarah should play Robin. None of us were serious. Ever. We were joking about it for years, and then when they announced the Lego Batman movie, uh-huh. and they said that Michael Sarah was playing Robin, I nearly died. I freaking must have laughed for about 20 freaking minutes. I texted everyone I freaking knew. I was like, you guys, Michael Sarah's playing Robin. <laughs> it was, and, and, and you know what? He was a fucking awesome Robin. That movie, I will, I will stand by that till the day I die. Lego Batman is the best, unless someone makes a better one. Lego Batman is the best. The Dark Knight, Cinematic Masterpiece, right. every master top. Lego Batman's the best Batman movie ever made. I, I love Lego I Batman. I will argue that with I love all the Lego end of or, time. I love and I love the Lego movie. Too. Yeah, the, the Lego, Lego movie is fantastic. Bat- I was not just, expecting I'm that. so glad that they took Batman and made a Lego Batman because Batman was one of my favorite characters mm-hmm. in the Lego movie, like hands down. Like well Arnett, he Oh he, he, just kill, he made that killed movie. it. Man. The scene the greatest scene in movie history is when Lando Calrissian and Han Solo with Chewbacca and C three PO pick up Batman <laughs> yeah. and the Millennium Falcon. That's what, what could Billy you want as a geek? actually voiced him. What could you want mm-hmm. more as a geek than that scene? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe throw a Dalek in? But they put Daleks in Lego Batman. Right. So oh, they did. It. They did. Yeah. And the best line is like, hey, you don't know who it is. Ask your, ask your nerd friends. It's like, they didn't even say that they were Daleks. It's kind of funny. But uh, You know what I want as a geek? HBO series. Yeah. Watchmen. I'm cautious Ooh. about that. It's it's funny. Are you? Funny you bring that up. I um yes. Um Damon Lindelof from from Lost, the guy mm-hmm. who was one of the showrunners and co-creators of Lost, is handling uh, show running uh, for that. Um, I am a very big Zack Snyder is not the greatest director person. Right. I love his Watchmen. Um, I know a lot of fans who are like diehard Watchmen fans had issues with changes, but. Screw them. I love that movie is as close as you could possibly get mm-hmm. to, unless you do a twelve-hour HBO show. Right. But from what I've heard, is they're not going to, like, they're not going to adapt it in that way. We are going to get a slightly different take right. on these characters, and I don't know how I feel about that. So the first time I saw Watchmen, I really didn't know what I like. Didn't know the story. Didn't know much about it. And I was young, obviously younger when it came out. And mm. it was like, oh, okay, like, not my favorite movie, but, like, it was all right. Watched it again probably a year or two ago. Blew my fucking mind. Oh, it's, it's a great movie. I was like, oh, my God. And, and I'm, I'm so glad that I rewatched that yeah, movie. And like, I was saying, you know, like I was saying earlier, yeah. I'm very nitpicky about my superhero stuff. Mm-hmm. They added things to that story that yeah. I liked. Like, yeah. J- like, the comedian killing JFK. That's not in the comics at all. Yeah. In fact, now and before Watchmen, they were like best buddies. Right. Um, I loved that. Yeah. I thought that was totally, that's why, like that mm-hmm. fit Watchmen. Um, and, and I understand why they changed the, mm-hmm. the squid at the end. I don't like it, but I get it. Right. Um, much more palatable right. for everyone. I, I I love that book to death. Mm-hmm. It is, there's a reason it is a, is considered a masterpiece. It's on Time Magazine's 100 Greatest Novels list next right. to fucking Moby Dick. Right. Like... And so far, Doomsday Clock is... Oh, it's is, been so good, but they just deleted it. I'm so bummed. Which they, we kind of expected. We did say that. Yeah. We we did say we were expecting the delay because, that's, I mean, you know, Jeff Johns is the freaking chief creative officer of DC. The fact he has time to write any comics blows my mind. Right. 
Um, but, uh, you know, more. <laughs> there's a lot of DC stuff going on this week. For a lot him. of DC um, stuff. Suicide Squad 2 is prepping, uh, prepping for shooting. And now all this stuff starting to come out about who's popping up in it, maybe mm-hmm. popping up in it. And they are saying it's going to be more grounded. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm fine with a ground, more grounded Suicide Absolutely. Squad movie. My, my issue, and I think that's what Warner Brothers needs to realize, is that the reason... Batman, Nolan's Batman films work because they fit the tone of the character. Mm -hmm. You have to do, like Marvel, we talk about this all the time. Marvel does so well because they fit their characters to a genre. Right. Um, You know, Thor is a fantasy movie. Guardians of the Galaxy is a sci-fi movie. Right. Batman, Superman, Suicide Squad, Man of Steel, they're all just dark. Right. And and when you think Superman, he's like the shining beacon of hope. Right. The fact that that movie was even that dark is, as much as I do enjoy that movie... It shouldn't have been that dark. Mm-hmm. It really shouldn't. And I get, like, after watching it and everything, I get the whole, I equated a lot to Batman Begins. Um, like, I feel like Man of Steel is what Superman went through to become who Superman becomes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so, like, there's some things that they did with the character that I can forgive. Um, but, uh, you know, I think DC needs to start realizing that each of these characters is unique in their own way. And that's the only way they're going to succeed with these properties is by giving people movies that fit the characters as opposed to shoehorning a character into a specific feel. At least that's my opinion. Right. No, totally agree. Totally, totally, so, totally agree. So, yeah. totally different subject. Yeah, compl- although I've been wanting to talk about this for a while, yes. but we've been making sure that if anyone who wanted to know this knew it already, it's been, it's been a handful of weeks now. For those who are interested carl mm-hmm. on the premiere the second half premiere of walking dead is biting the bucket mm-hmm. literally got bit he got bit <laughs> in, the, in the mid-season finale andy's on his way out um he got bit in the mid-season well here's the thing is i i actually haven't watched any of this season except for like the first episode mm-hmm. um but it i went on yahoo it's a straight article it wasn't even a spoil it wasn't even spoiled for me. It was just like carl's dead it's like whoa okay yahoo um, but, uh, I think that, that, that is hands down the biggest departure from the comics they've done on the show, period, yet. Mm. Carl's, Carl's still alive in the comics. In fact, Robert Kirkman has said multiple times throughout the years, Carl's right. the main character of this book. Yeah, he's the, um, so how long do you think they're going to keep him as a, as a walker? About two minutes. Okay. I think about two minutes. Okay. Um, if anything, it'll be something akin to what happened with his mom, with mm. Lori, um, Oh right. Yeah, I mean, right. we'll see. I, I don't That's know. That's about where I started. It's completely uncharted territory. Yeah. It's not in the books. Um, mm. I'm, I'm really more curious as to how it's going to continue. Like, how much longer the show's going to continue for? To be well, I've honest. I've been wondering that since season one, because it's like almost just so. It's so fucking repetitive. Yeah. It's, it's, it's oh, like, oh, crap, we got to leave our home. Yeah. Okay, we found a new home. Well, I oh, will say crap. this. If they we stick to the home. comics, yeah. they will be in one area for a while. Right. Um, that being said, they clearly aren't sticking to the comics. And there's new showrunner, too. Mm-hmm. Next season has new showrunner. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. There's been rumors that Andrew Lincoln wants to leave the show. You know, there's rumors that, um, what's his name? The guy who plays Daryl um, is not happy that they killed oh, Carl. Uh, um, damn. Yeah, Boondock Saints. Yeah, Boondock Saints. Um, but yeah, so that's, you know, that. And then there's just a lot of, like, they just released the new photo for the new Ninja Turtles animated series. Mm-hmm. Um, April O'Neil's African American, which is fine. That's not my big sticking point. My big sticking point is that Raphael is now the leader of the Turtles. Huh? 
that in this show, Raphael really? is now leading the turtles. See, I've seen the images, and I thought I when you were saying my only issue, I thought you were going to bring up the weapons and how mm-hmm. Raphael has nightsticks. Yeah, now, I'm not a fan of that either. Mikey has like a like a ball and chain. Oh, I was going to get to that eventually, but my big sticking point is the Raphael. Thing. Well, Raphael has always like kind of seen himself. As a leader well, in the turtles, but he's too hot headed. Yeah. Leo is always like Leonardo's you know, the leader of the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, he, he he really. I could you know I could maybe even see Donatello being a leader um, because he's got the brains. He's, he's smart, got the brains, but he's, very but, but he's timid. Yeah, that's that's the problem. That's he's 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 a uh, he's ready to follow and he's ready to support. Right, but he's not not a hardcore leader, and I yeah. think. I, I think that's a the brains brains are important, right? I mean, and that's the cool thing about the Ninja Turtles is that they embody like like all the different personalities that you know people can have, and and they they teach you how to get along, right? Yeah, no, that's that's yeah. I I grew up on Ninja Turtles. I I own the animated. I think I we love, all did. Yeah, love we that did. Show. I love the movies. Um, I've read a lot of the comics recently. I, I, those characters mean a lot to me. We uh, need another live-action Ninja Turtles movie. But you know what we do? With no, animatronic no. mouths. I'm on board with you. Not I, CG. I love the first two. Why can't they make it now? I love those better. first two. The third one was meh. You know what, though? It's live-action and right. different adaptions does not always work. Right. You, you know, I, I will say that I did enjoy... The, the 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 most recent two. Yo, oh, the I second enjoyed one was great. Them. I enjoyed really them because it. it was fun and it was just like, all right, this is cool, you know, this is great. Um, I I just I just think the they should. The computer animated one is yeah. that the one you're talking about? It was, well, that it was, was fun. Yeah, no, he's talking about the ones that were the live action. The ones. Secret of the Ooze. No, no, the new live. The action. new oh, new. Oh, the com- okay. No, they yeah. were they were computer animated. No, the turtles, turtles were, but the right. movie was live. He's talking about right. the CG animated movie that was all. I do TNT. remember that. That was yeah. good. I liked that. That was great. Yeah. But I think like you know that's what? technically just, a sequel to those live action ones. Just oh, okay. why why don't you just go back to the costumes? Because, it looked because great. they don't learn from them. Like for example, right. we're about to get a Metropolis show. Uh, it's about but, Lex Luthor and Lois Lane, right? Before Superman. But on who the, wants uh, to fucking see that? Real quick though, on the point of of the uh, the costumes and and that like one of the best parts about the Last Jedi was that they took the Yoda from Return of the yes. Jedi. Uh-huh. Yeah, the actual that. puppet Yoda. No, that's why Star Wars holds up. You could physically touch that puppet. That is a thing that exists. Right. Can't touch Jar Jar Binks. Ahmad, what's his name, would not be a fan. No. <laughs> he would no. not like you touching him. No. Anywho. Yes. Sorry. Sorry to <laughs> no, interrupt. You're good. Yes. No, you're Metropolis. Totally good. Metropolis. No, that's all I wanted to say. It sounds like a horrible idea. And that note, let's take a quick break. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe we'll chat about it more when we get back. I don't want to, though. Nope. Ah, low-budget movie version. 60s TV version. Early 2000s high school pseudo-adaption that eventually grows into the geek we all know and love version here. I'm getting paid a lot of money to be here, so listen up. Watch the Geektainment channel on NewRadioMedia.com. It's geek-approved. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. 
what you're eating, what you're thinking, and how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. And welcome back to Geektainment Weekly. All right. Right here on New Radio Media. New Radio Media. Talks and Entertainment Channel. So, since we don't want to continue talking about the Metropolis No desire. We'll bitch about it when it comes I am super excited. Super excited about the new animated Mario movie. Keyword is animated. Which I know nothing... Yeah, okay. Let's, Let's talk about that. I love the shit out of that oh, live action. I have movie a soft a spot child. in my heart for that movie. Same with Double Dragon. When Dragons the Goombas are swaying. Oh man, Dennis Hopper. Mm-hmm. Anything with Dennis Hopper but, is worth watching. But I think oh, yeah. I think at this could be one. a really fun, you know, movie. Uh, going to be completely different. It's going to be like playing a Mario game. It's going to be like me playing Super Mario Odyssey. Hopefully, with. Just watching cutscenes. Hopefully. Right. And that's great. I hope. Wasn't John Leguizamo so. Luigi? Ah, yeah, yeah, Mario. Leguizamo was Mario, the, you gotta you gotta trust yeah. the fungus, and, Mario. And Dennis Haskins is actually it's really funny. I read an interview with Dennis Haskins once mm-hmm. and they're like, What is like what's your biggest regret as an actor? And literally without without any hesitation goes, Super Mario Brothers. And then later <laughs> on in the interview, like two questions later, someone goes, Well, if you could change one thing about your career, what would you do? He goes, Didn't I just tell you Super Mario Brothers? <laughs> like it's pretty funny. I mean those I those movies suck. Right. That movie sucks. It did I suck. love that movie. I love watching that. It's a guilty pleasure. Oh my god. Same thing with Double Dragon. Right. I, I've I've touted right, that right. a few times. Yeah. I love I love that Double Dragon movie. It's I, so bad. I but think I love if I it. could own any one movie prop, it would be the the wind up bombs. Oh, the bomb ops. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those bomb, yeah. bomb ops. That, well, oh god, yeah. that's a you good what? question. What here's, would my movie prop be? Here's my movie prop. well, okay. What what would your? Uh, that's a, no, that's a tough one. I'm just I'm just saying. Like well, I don't know. Okay, be, well while you're thinking about that, yeah. I'm gonna make a pitch to you. Go for We've it. We've got the Mario Brothers movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. We got the Double Dragon movie. Mm-hmm. You know what movie we really need? What's that? Battletoads. Dude. Dude. Give me a Battletoads That movie. would be awesome. Give me I a Battletoads movie. Give me a Battletoads movie and an Earthworm Jim movie. That'd be awesome. Oh. Vector Man would be kind of Do you remember cool. the TV show Earthworm Jim? Yeah, the yeah. animated series. Oh. Back in my yeah. day, kids, there was a worm that lived in a robot suit, and That's he could a, yeah. fight crime with a laser gun. Uh, actually, no, no. You know what? I Earthworm would, Jim. I would want the map of existence from Time Bandits. Okay. You love drop. Time Bandits. That's my favorite movie. You're all crazy that is my about favorite Time Bandits. I, I, I gotta I give it like a fourth try again. I, I, I don't. Fourth try. I don't. Um, I, get I like don't. Six I, minutes I don't put Star time. Wars. Like, uh, I don't put Star Wars on my like favorite movies list because it's just kind of. Even though there's so everyone loves Star Wars. It's Star Wars and there's it's kind of unfair. It's, it's not. It's yeah, kind of unfair. It would, right. Yeah. So you know, my favorite movie of all time is Time Bandits. Terry Gilliam, my favorite director. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. love that movie. It's really weird. I know it is. Um, but it's, and you just have a thing for little it's, people. It I speaks think. to my sensibility. Well, <laughs> I, I love Peter Dinklage. Right. I would cast Peter Dinklage as anything. In fact, well, I wrote. Could do it. I wrote a spec script. It's supposed to be a pseudo sequel right. to Being John Malkovich called Being Peter Dinklage. Right. And the scene where, like, the Malkovich scene mm-hmm. where he's like Malkovich, Malkovich. It's it's uh, Peter Dinklage on a movie set as every person in a Batman movie. So Peter Dinklage is Batman. Peter Dinklage is Catwoman. Peter Dinklage is Two Face, and it's just Dinklage, Dinklage, right. Dinklage. I want to make that movie so badly. <laughs> I think it'd be great. But, so we were talking uh, about Earthworm Jim. We're talking about Vector Man. Right. Sonic. Awesome video games. Sonic, Sonic at Sonic. Southwest. What's up? What's up? We don't know what's up. That's the thing is they're telling us to keep an eye out at South by Southwest for the future of Sonic. I don't know what that means. 
No one knows what that means except them, I suppose. But if it's any indicate, I wouldn't be shocked if they're going to go back to a more basic Sonic. I, mm-hmm. The side-scrolling episode, the fourth one that they did for mm-hmm. the DLC that was in the arcade, mm-hmm. did really well. Um, it had better reception than pretty much every other Sonic game that's came out for the last since Dreamcast. Right. Right. Um, they they don't really know what to do with this character in a not side-scrolling world. Right. Um, I grew up watching the animated series. I love it to death. Julia White is the voice of freaking Sonic. It's still one of my favorite videos from Sonic, Sonic 1, all the way to Sonic and Knuckles. Oh, like, I those love are, Sonic like, and all Knuckles. Of, like, I loved those games it's, so it's much growing up. My cousin, he's seven mm-hmm. or eight. Seven mm-hmm. or eight, and he got uh, one of the Genesis classics. Oh, and nice. he's like, "Oh, you've played this, you played this," and and he was like, "Have you played Sonic and Sonic and Sonic?" And I was like, "Yeah," and I was like, "And I, and I, I own, I, I still own them, right. um, Sonic and Knuckles." And he's like, "What Sonic and Knuckles?" And I was like, he, oh, "There's a cartridge boy. where you could take the other games and, and put it in there, and yep. Knuckles would be in all of the other games. Plus, it was its own game. Right? It was the best one. It was so cool. Sonic yeah. 3D was pretty fun, I guess. Right? But, but that was, you know, that was like, for Sega Saturn. Like they, that, I think." That may have paved the way for the 32X. Do you remember the Sega 32X? Yeah, no, that's yeah. the Saturn. Yeah. That's the, no, the, I no. Saturn, Saturn was a disc. Was the, 32X was the, the, was the, oh, with, the, the with the advanced graphics yeah, or the whatever. Advanced graphics. Gotcha. Yep, it, it doubled yeah. up the bits. It gave you 32 yeah. bits. Instead of so 16, we don't have yep. much time left. I wanted to touch on two more things really quickly, super right. quickly. Mm-hmm. James Wan confirmed Black Manta will have his classic outfit. Yes. Mm. Fuck yes. Dope. Very cool. So pumped about that. And the big rumor, which we'll talk a little bit more and, and, uh, next Friday, is that apparently Warner Brothers' new Justice League was going to fail. And I have to say to that, no shit. No <laughs> Come shit. Come on, guys. It was tracking horribly. No one... No, you can't do it. Like, no. No. We'll talk about this another day. It's just... Uh, it's too frustrating. But I mean, yeah. Like, it's... How we did all, you we not all, we, know it was going to fail? Right, on, especially guys. after like, the, the the current track record. I mean, you put Batman and Superman into a movie together, it couldn't even break a billion dollars at the box office. Right, that movie could have had them shitting for two hours and would have been better than what we got and would have made more money. Right, whatever. It's Anywho, all <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. I, I smell a bunch of lawsuits coming in for the comment Ian just made from Warner Brothers. What? <laughs> having them shit for two hours. Uh, well, they didn't do it. It wasn't, this, it wasn't you, <laughs> you know, know. They're probably like, wow, maybe we should have done that. Toilet <laughs> humor does sell. Flashpoint's just going to be two hours of the Flash making a fart joke behind someone and running away and blaming it on us. Now, can Superman only shit in a kryptonite toilet or or what? What's the deal there? Well, if you shat in a kryptonite toilet, question. if you shat in a kryptonite toilet, that would just make him sick. You know what, but what could more, handle more, Superman we'll, blowing We'll talk it up. about that next week. Let's right. talk about things that we're going to leave you with. Yeah. Think about it, guys. Let us know on Facebook what, what what's <laughs> Superman's <laughs> toilet made of. It's yep. made of normal stuff. Lead, lead. probably Jesus lead. Christ, lead. probably lead. So he can't see. Oh my god. Uh, anywho, anyways, you guys have been listening to Geek Tainment <laughs> Weekly. Thank you for joining us on this wonderful Friday. For Andy Bisha and Ian Benzman, I'm R.D. Van Houten. You guys have a geek tastic week. Peace out. Peace. I'm alive.